exciting. I can't stop smiling. <laughs> it is Christina. It's Kayla. And you are tuned in to the Love KB podcast. Yes. Listen, we first just want to say thank you to anyone and everyone who listened to the trailer, who started following us, yeah. who gave us support and all that stuff. It really means a lot, especially yeah. before our first episode. And it's good to just have good feedback. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Give the people a little bit of kind of who you are, what you're doing right now. Let them know, you know, who Kayla is. Yeah, so I'm Kayla. I am 19 years old. Um, I go, I'm in college. I go to Community College of Denver. Um, and I mean, right now, since we're starting this during quarantine, I'm, you know, not really doing anything except working. Yeah. Um, I am a sales optician at Target Optical. That's the eye doctor inside of Target. So that's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, other than that, I'm right now um, also working on my business. And I'll tell you guys more about that. Yeah, enjoying life right now. Cool. What about you? Cool, 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 cool. Um, I'm Christina. I'm 21. And I don't really know what I'm doing in life tbh um the job i have is cool but it's definitely not what i want to do right now i work um at one of the hospitals here in denver i'm in school i'm about to start my last year of college so i'm about to be crazy what about fast girl girl and so but after college i really have no idea what i want to do like right now i'm majoring in public health but i'm not exactly sure if public health is what I want to do or if I just haven't found the right path in public health because public health is so broad yeah you can kind of do anything so I don't really know what I'm gonna do with that yet but you know just taking it day by day I'm really actually really excited to be starting this and I feel like it's turning just turning a corner I've been kind of stuck for so long so I'm excited to you know, like what with the podcast? Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. What did you think I was talking <laughs> I about? I don't know. <laughs> that's why I was kind of confused at first. I was like, "What?" But yeah. Um. Well, now that that's all away, we. I want to say first things first that like, Kayla, you my favorite. Aww. Like most of the time when I have a favorite, it's you. Um, but you're not. But you're not. You're my favorite this week. So you my favorite is a segment where we talk about people that we are like admiring that are inspirational things we love shows we watch songs we listen to kind of just like what's that thing I've been bumping. Yeah. You know, since last time we talked to you guys, um, Kayla, start with you my favorite. Yes. So this episode, my favorite is eyebrow threading. Okay, like, I did not expect to love eyebrow threading as much as I love it. Like, no, because we've always had, since, like, what, late elementary, middle school, we've always had bushy eyebrows. (laughs) Like These are facts. Like, our eyebrows are bushy, and so... I don't know. It was it's this year I tried it. It's been like what three months now since I tried it. But basically, oh, now, yeah. and let me tell you like my my first experience. So th- when I decided that I wanted to get my eyebrows threaded, I was like the the night before I was watching YouTube videos. It was like a big life decision. Yeah, like <laughs> like I was googling everything, and I was like you know looking up the difference between waxing and 
threading your eyebrows and stuff like that. And I was just, you know, expecting for the pain of eyebrow threading to be like on 10. Mm. Like I was expecting it to be like so painful from like the videos I was watching. So I walked in there and I was, you know, just I was nervous. Like my heart was beating when she told me to lean back in that chair. I was like, oh, (laughs) I was nervous. Like and then she started doing it and I was like. It's not even that bad. Like, maybe because my pain tolerance is, like... I think it is. You know, not bad. And I was... And weirdly, like, it kind of felt good. Like... To to feel them hairs being ripped from your eyebrow? Yeah, like, it... <laughs> like, it kind of felt good. Yeah. yeah, and then... So, I'm going to shout out the person that I went to. Uh, her name is TG. It's um, TG Eyebrow Threading here in uh, Colorado. And, um... Yeah, my friend told me about it to, like, try her out because that's where she'd been going. So I went there, and I was like, she was really good. My eyebrows were, they were they looked yeah, so good. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. They looked so good. And, yeah. like, I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to try waxing. Um, yeah, see, the first time I got my eyebrows done, Oh, yeah, because you waxed. got yours to wax. Yeah, yeah. They were, and I really liked it. It hurt, but for a split second, like, after she ripped the paper off, it wasn't, like, no really afterburn or nothing or, like anything after that so it wasn't bad and i was getting my eyebrows waxed up until she left like she moved the person who was doing my moved away and after that i was like well i don't trust nobody else with my eyebrows because she had them like they were still thick and full but they were shaped and they were like really cute and so ever since then i've been doing it on my own and like sometimes it's cute (laughs) other times i think my problem is i let them grow out too much before i do them again so it's hard to kind of maintain that shape but like right now they look good yeah because i just did mine recently and they look really good yeah but yeah now i don't go to anybody but i remember growing up mama got her eyebrows threaded remember she started she going got to them threaded? Place? yeah remember? i thought she always got them waxed she, she, most of the time she did but remember when remember that place by mario's on wendover no, I don't. Oh, yes. Yes. yes that's where she yeah, used to get yeah, her yeah. eyebrows threaded. If she ever did threading, it would be at that place. And yeah. they was going ham. They was like, they was going ham on her eyebrows. I don't think I've ever, like, I don't and, think I've ever saw her, saw it her but like I remember. It really hurt. Yeah. So, but when you said it really didn't, I was like, well, maybe it just yeah. depends on the person. But, like, mom was like, eyebrows was kind of red after and stuff yeah. like that. Like, she used to get them threaded, but I think most of the time she did waxing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember... I mean, I remember the place you were talking about, but I don't remember her, like, actually, like, going there yeah. to get them threaded. But, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to try waxing just because, like, I like I like threading. I feel like it's, I mean, I let them grow out, like, almost three weeks before I go back. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, you know, hair will come back, but it ain't, like, bad. Yeah. And so then about, like, three weeks, I'll go and, you know, get it touched up and... Well, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So that's my favorite right now. Yeah, if I think if I were to get my eyebrows done by somebody, I would probably go to TG and try yeah. eyebrow threading yeah. before I do anything else. Yeah, so y'all guys should def- definitely go check her out. Um, If you're ever in Colorado, go to TG Eyebrow Threading. Um, I can't tell you exactly where she is because I'm not good with it. <laughs> you know. Google her, baby. Yeah, Google, Google her. her. So. Well, that's a good one. My... Um, you my favorite for this episode is healthinherhue.com. That is healthinherhue.com. 
And they describe themselves as a digital platform that connects black women to culturally competent healthcare providers and health content. And I think, especially with stories that we hear about in the news, and we just heard about, I think her name is Nicole, that YouTuber that passed away. Crazy. Oh, oh my goodness. Broke my heart. And I don't, of course, I don't really know all the details. And we all, we heard about it with Serena Williams when she had those blood clots um, while she was giving birth. Black women are at a higher rate of death, you know, sicknesses, just things in general that it's not fair, you know. And a lot of it has to do with the type of health care that we are receiving. Mm-hmm. Our doctors don't listen to us. They don't believe us. They think we're overreacting. They don't take what we say for value. And I've had that happen to me personally. And it pissed me off so much that I stopped going to the doctor. Like, I haven't had a doctor's appointment. I can't even remember the last time I went to the doctor. I was probably still a teenager. Dang. Yeah. And so it's, I just can't express how how important it is to have culturally competent healthcare providers. And that's what Health and Care Hue um, does for us. You basically go on the website. You can search your city. You can search your zip code. You can search your state. And they'll bring up a bunch of doctors, most of them black women, who are available to provide services in your area they have primary care physicians OBGYNs, dentists therapists dermatologists like they have so many things and it's so good it's so good i have yet to find one in colorado yeah during regular searching i have found an OBGYN, a black lady OBGYN. yeah but i don't need an OBGYN. yeah so (laughs) at this point it's not really helping me yeah but I do need a primary care physician, so I say probably every other day since I found them, I've gone on just to see if anyone has uploaded their practice on there. Um, but it's really cool. I think it's so revolutionary, and I think they're working on like a an official app right now. It's oh, just yeah. the website, yeah. But they're gonna turn it into an app. You can follow them on Instagram at Health in Her Hue. Um, exactly, you know how all those words are spelled, and yeah, I think it's. I think it's yeah I love that yeah it's probably that's so cool one of the and it came I found out about it right when all this stuff was happening uh, with the protests and everything and it was just like a moment of like black excellence like Mm -hmm. we get the opportunity to just search for women who look like us women who are like us and it's important to point out I remember somebody commented on one of their posts that said just because they're a black healthcare provider doesn't mean that they're good you know kind of like all skin mm-hmm. folk and kin folk mm-hmm. and they were like absolutely but what we're trying to do is you know find the good ones who yeah. look like us and I'm sure they go through some type of like resume check or some type of screening or something before their practice can be uploaded but yeah, it's really cool. So y'all should definitely check them out. A yeah. lot of the people on there in the South. So if you live in the yeah. South, <laughs> find somebody that you can support and who can for help sure. you out for real, for real. Yeah. So Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Check out our favorites. And we want to get into our topic of the day. So today we're talking about spending habits. Money, money, money. Money is... A big thing, especially even though even in quarantine, like with the stimulus check, with people Man. getting on unemployment, 
money is kind of like everything. So, yeah. I got a question, though, for you. Okay. Like, what are the top three things you spend your money on, like, outside of bills and groceries and necessities? Like, what are the top three things you spend your money on? Um... I would probably number one definitely is eating out. Yeah, I eat for out sure. That's my definitely too. food at home. Yeah. Um, I would say Amazon. Mm-hmm. If I'm buying anything online, it's probably from Amazon, and subscriptions like Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, yeah, HBO, all the TV subscriptions, Amazon. And then everything else that basically everything that our household is subscribed to is subscribed <laughs> to my debit card, which is like low key trifling. But I mean, what would you say are yours? Um, I would definitely say uh, eating out mm-hmm. and Amazon, eating out at Amazon, but then also online shopping. Yeah, like I'm always online shopping, especially and for the, clothes. Especially for clothes. And here's the thing: like my whole wardrobe right now is like faith based material mm-hmm. and like faith based clothing. Clothing, mm-hmm. um, like all my shirts, and I just like man. Every time I'm like, because I either find them on Instagram facebook anything like that and if i see somebody wearing like a shirt on instagram that i like i'm gonna go search it up on google like <laughs> yeah me too. like and see like oh where they get that shirt from because i want that shirt now and so um yeah those are the top three things that i spend my money like amazon i'm always buying something on amazon yeah always especially when quarantine first started i feel like there was girl. always a package at our house girl. <laughs> like every day because we got amazon prom you know so it was like that one day shipping yeah but or that one day one delivery. day turned into like two weeks and i was like amazon but you not know, for me <laughs> they, had, they, they had like an influx in sales so no did you hear wait are they still going out of business I don't Amazon? think they're going out of business. Or not going out of business, but stop. a break. Yeah. Took a break, but I thought it was supposed to be in June. Yeah. That can't now, happen, so. though, because that's like... What we going to do? Right. What we do? <laughs> no, but no, we buy everything. Everything. Yeah. So, okay. So, understanding what we spend our money on, how do you think, like, spending habits have changed as we've gotten older? Like, we're young adults now. We're coming more and more independent. Like, how do you think your spending habits have changed the most? I mean, it's weird because, you know, I got my first job at what? How old was I? I was was like 16, maybe. I think I was like 16. So, like, before that, though, like, I ain't have no money. Like, all our money was, like, from, like, allowance and stuff like that. So, like, I never really spent money. Yeah. And, no, but when I did, though. Yes, you did, though. No. You definitely spent all your money and never had no allowance. Okay, but I don't... Okay, see, well, here's the thing. I don't remember. No, I do remember this. I remember Mama would take my wallet and put it in her room. Yeah. But what was I spending money on? You was probably spending your money on, like, snacks, candy gum you know kind of little small stuff like that yeah i guess so. i know i honestly like don't even remember and like you before actually 16. have a wallet fetish like even back then you would be trying to buy a new wallet and you did so <laughs> a wallet's fetish <laughs> that's not weird so that's not no but, but an obsession i yeah. don't say obsession but an yeah, obsession okay but um but no as we gotten older i mean i've i definitely think that I mean, they've changed 
in a good way in a way to where like yeah i spend like some money on like amazon and clothes and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's not like i'm walking around target and i see that wallet and it's like dang that wallet really cute i want it but i don't i don't grab it yeah and buy it like i used to and stuff like that i mean like and now here's the thing i spend a lot of money on other people now yes you've kind of always been like that though like even when mama would start to compare us like later like when we were younger yeah she'd be like kayla be so quick to give but christina want to keep out how many to herself yeah. and i see that even now like yeah like if we're going in on the gifts together you'll yeah. be like oh let's get and i'm like sis yeah are they your husband why are you spending so much money on them yeah no and here's and like even when we eat out and stuff like and we like i'm you know coming home from work or like i'm out somewhere and i'm hungry i'm gonna like call y'all and be like which i want from yeah, chick-fil-a or which too, i want from yeah you do but like but i don't ever offer unless i'm like for sure getting me something because yeah. that's just rude yeah but i don't ever in my head be like i wonder if they hungry i'd be like dang i'm hungry i guess i better ask them <laughs> yeah no <laughs> i don't think like that will. Yeah. No, but so I think, I mean, I've changed like in a good way, in a way. Like, of course, like, you know, I still spend a lot of money and I'm can still, you know, cut back and stuff like that. But one, it's usually for other people. Mm -hmm. And two, you know, it's just, you know, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing about what, how you spend your money is that a lot of the times you are spending it on other people. I think the biggest change that I've seen in this, which is backwards and I'm gonna try to work on it well I am gonna work on it but I don't save nearly as much as I used to mm. like I remember with the allowance I always have money there would be times That's when true. I had hundreds of dollars right. in my you would wallet. never spend your money on I nothing never spend my money. Christina wouldn't spend her, her her money on a 50 cent candy bar she I'm would never she would be like, she'd be like, like get it for cheaper yeah. somewhere right like how you gonna get it cheaper it's 50 cent 50 yeah. cent snicker bar first of all nothing costs 50 cent even when we were growing up but, no, but like no, a snack <laughs> at, at the gas station, a candy bar is fifty cents. Yeah, these are facts. Ninety nine cents. Like, but even when I first started working, I remember telling my dad, he was like, "What you gonna spend your first check on?" And I was like, "Yeah, nothing," because I want to keep this money and start stacking it. And he was like, "That's good," and but as I've gotten older and. You know, this is not good. As I've gotten more money, I am more willing to spend, which mm. is kind of good because it's like, do what you can. Like, yeah. if I can spend my money on this, do it. But at the same time, I don't save nearly as much as I used to. And I feel like the more you get, the more you should save because, yeah, yeah, you know, you, you need to be smart about your money. So I'm really trying to. And it's like now to the point where I'm only make, making a conscious effort to save if I'm like in a bind. Like if I know a bunch of stuff is coming up that I got to mm. pay for, I'm like, OK, I ain't spending no money. Yeah. But say it's just the normal bills. And other than that, like I'm chilling. Then I'll be like, shoot, I'm eating Qdoba today, Chipotle tomorrow, right. Hibachi the next day. Yeah. And, you know, that's not always the smartest thing. So I think that's probably the biggest thing i don't save as much as i used to and i think another part is you have inspired me to start spending more really you spend, <laughs> you spend money a lot and i'll be like dang kayla could just you know drop 25 dollars on the shirt when she feel like it yeah. and i can too but i choose not to so i started to be like well let me drop 25 dollars yeah. on the shirt if i want to yeah but that's not always a good idea <laughs> 
that's not always the best idea that's funny yeah but i definitely like you know how they say like keeping up with the joneses sometimes i try to keep up with you what yeah like i'd be like well dang kayla out here buying all these new clothes let me buy a new pair of pants or something you know (laughs) and because i can't you know i don't know what that is but i definitely don't say like i should that's funny it's that's not hilarious no, i did not think like i, I didn't even know that no that i don't spend that I no don't no that like oh because i spend money oh for sure for sure yeah because you're so you're an impulse buyer oh my god you're okay the biggest impulse buyer that's I true know, probably that's true that's true you and probably one of my friends that's true that's what i'm talking about when i'm telling I'm, sc- I'm scrolling on instagram and i see somebody wearing a shirt that i like yeah you're like, I gotta have it. I gotta and have you, that. And you end up and having I'll, it. Yeah. <laughs> and me, I definitely think, I say that's a good thing though. I definitely, for the most part, think more about what what yeah. I'm about to buy before I buy it. Yeah. And I think that's always smart, no matter what you're buying. It's, unless it is like a candy bar or something, you know. So I think this is a really an important topic. So when we talk about how spending has changed over time and going back to that point, the more money you have, the more money you should save. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of these money lessons come from your parents, right? And how yeah. they spend money. We all know like gener- generational poverty, generational wealth. Yeah. Are both things that, especially in a black community that are like heavy conversations. Why aren't more of our families having generational mm. wealth? Why is generational poverty a more reality than generational wealth. And I feel like that is probably one of the greatest lessons your parents can teach you is yeah. how to manage your money. For sure. I remember, and I think like out of our parents, I mean, they've, they've done a good job of teaching us how to how to save money. Like, mm-hmm. um, But I do feel like our dad was more strict about that. Yes. Because our dad, like when we got our first job, he'll be like, all right, make sure out of your check, first you tithe. Mm-hmm. First, you give your 10%. Second, you put about $50 in your savings. Yeah. And then the third, you know, you got you got the rest of that for, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that always stick with me because out of all my paychecks and every time, you know, I get money, of course, I'm tithing. That's the first thing on my mind. Yeah. And second, I put about $50 in my savings mm-hmm. from my... From my um, from my checks yeah and that's just like now that's just like a habit now that's just like i don't even you know that's just like the first thing that come to my mind now yeah and so that has like helped a lot because now we like look at your savings account and it's like oh, okay like all this money is building up just from putting at least 50 dollars. so i think that's just like a huge tip to always if it's your first job or you i mean you haven't been doing this but i think you should definitely start putting um, wherever you get your income from, a little bit away in the savings. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, tithe, but put a little bit, whether that's $20, $10, whatever, yeah. in the savings. Because mm-hmm. then eventually, I mean. Yeah, I saw this tweet one time. Um, this girl said that her dad always taught her when she gets her check, save the 100 and live off the 10. Ooh, so say your check yeah. is $750. Put the seven hundred and savings and live mm. off the fifty for the next two weeks, and it's like, mm. it, and it's hard, but your savings builds up so yeah. fast. Yeah. But then too, it's like when you, I got, I feel like that works in some circumstances, but then others you can't do that. Like if you got, if you paying for everything yourself, you can't 
you can't put the thousand in savings and live off four hundred dollars for two weeks. Yeah. Like you can't you can't do that. Yeah. You got rent, you got all this. And of course you probably dig into your savings to take care of those things. Yeah. But I thought that was really like and then I think his mindset behind giving his that advice to his daughter is probably while she was still living at home, while yeah. she doesn't have as much responsibility, so she can like afford to save that much. So then when she get out on her own, she already got a bunch of savings and she not always trying to play catch up. Yeah. But I think an important thing, you know, so many of us have probably had or know of experiences where you live in paycheck to paycheck. Your mom is like, we ain't got no extra money, so oodles and noodles all week. Or yeah. after I pay this rent, it's going to be tight. You know, all this stuff. And it's like, you know, some of the greatest life lessons come from your parents and your upbringing. And I feel like money is one of those things they don't teach you in school. They teach you how to count money, but that's yeah. it. Yep. And like barely. Like, so yep. they teach you how to count money, but they don't teach you. They don't teach us nothing about taxes. They don't. And then, oh, my gosh. In 2020, when so many people are trying to own their business, yeah, who's gonna tell us like how to file taxes as a business owner? How to when we start making money, how to get an accountant, right? How to yeah. get people to help us manage all this money? Because yeah. if you're getting this money and you go and spending it on shoes and clothes and stuff you don't need, you will end up broke again. Yeah. That's how so many of these rappers and all this stuff be like, well, after two years, you know, now I don't have no money or my house is in foreclosure because I couldn't pay it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like we really got to start. And it's too generational wealth is not just family oriented right Mm -hmm. because we live in a society where so many people are doing this i could reach out to somebody like and be like sis i see you doing your thing how are you managing your money yeah how are you your success your business has blown up how are you making sure you stay afloat both personally and professionally Mm -hmm. how are you doing and i think in this generation it's so okay for us to help each other out yeah we always don't remember that and we'd be like Yo, when I get this check, I'm going to take care of me and mine. Right. And of course, don't go lending your money to any and everybody. But at the same time, like take the money lessons you've learned and share it to that person under you. Share it to that person who, you know, is going to be coming up behind you. Just like we share any other tip. We should be sharing those too. Yeah, for sure. What would you... Like, of course, we're still learning. Like, we're young. We don't have kids. We don't really have too, too, too many responsibilities. But what is one thing you think you're going to teach your kids as far as money? Like, for sure, this is what I'm going to tell them. Um, hmm. I think, I mean, just like our dad told us, I definitely think I'm going to tell them to, A, Put some of that money that you make mm-hmm. in your savings, like, right now. Yeah. I might even do that little, like, live or put the hundred in the savings and live off the... Because, yeah. I, I mean, I want to try that, like, myself. I don't. Listen. <laughs> no, I but... <laughs> no, but I definitely think I'll tell them... I'll tell them to... maybe even do half. Like, half your check put in the savings, the other yeah. half live off for the next two weeks. Yeah. No, yeah. I definitely think I'll tell my children that. And also, like... Like you were saying, I'll also let them know that, I mean, it's okay to, I mean, like, ask about if you if you don't know, you know, how much you should you should have. Or if you're just clueless going into, like, having your, you know, your own bank account. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, I was clueless. That's probably why, you know, I was spending <laughs> all this money. But, like, oh, yeah. girl, credit cards. Okay, if I, I would tell my kids not to get a credit card. 
Explain. Don't ever have a... Because, I mean, although, like, right now, I only have one credit card. Mm-hmm. And I'm very good with it. I have, like, automatic takeout, you know, every month mm-hmm. of my account. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know a couple of people who are, like, in their 40s, 50s, still trying to pay off credit card debt. Mm-hmm. And it's because, you know... breaking up credit card debt. Not right. only are they trying to pay it off, but they keep adding on right. to it. Yeah. Right. So, um, and I know it's hard to like, you know, build your credit score if you, you know, you don't have a credit card and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, the only reason why I got the credit card was for, you know, um, car repairs and stuff and car payments. That's so I was like, mine. yeah, so I was putting it on there and stuff. And, you know, I've never missed, you know, like a payment or whatever like that for the credit cards. And like, I've always had an automatic takeout, mm-hmm. but still just know that just to know that I have to pay it back just doesn't like that's why and here's the thing with credit cards I didn't know that okay so here's the thing after I paid off all of my car credit like after I paid it all back I wasn't using my credit card at all mm-hmm. and then you and mama was the one who told me that like you need to start using your credit card yeah before you know like what something happens to it or whatever like well because the thing this is what I learned, right? I had a care credit card because I was planning on getting some dental work done. Yeah. And I didn't have the money for it. And so I was like, well, let me get a care credit and use that for my dental work. But then it went so long without me actually scheduling that appointment and using the credit mm. that they they cut down my, the credit amount on it. So I couldn't even really use it because it wasn't going to help. And then, too, my credit score went down. And I was like... Because oh, and mom was okay. like, you have this open credit card that you're not using. Oh, okay. And the whole point of credit history is to show you're going to spend something and pay it back. Yeah. So if you're not spending nothing, you can't pay it back. And I was like, well, that's stupid, but I guess I kind of get it. Yeah. So that's why I was like, at least use it for gas. Or those times yeah. when you do eat out and you paying $10 for some food, like, just go ahead and pay it back. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I've been doing ever since y'all told me that. I was like, okay... Only this month, I'm going to spend about 20 to $50 on this credit card. And then, you know, that's it for the month. Like, I ain't trying to be spending hundreds of money on this credit card because I'm going to have to pay it back. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like some going back to the question you asked, advice I'll give to my kids. One, I mean, try your best not to get a credit card. But of course, if you have to think wisely about it and actually keep up with it, because yeah. I mean, of course, no, nobody want their credit score to be low. And so I'm thankful right now that my credit score is really good. Yeah. And like, you know, I never had that issue of, you know, just, all right, I'm just going to set on automatic takeout. That way I don't, ha- I don't even have to deal with. Yeah. I know. was kind of like you on the whole credit card thing. I never thought about credit cards a lot. And then I, th- I, I thought credit cards were of the devil. Because it's like, yeah. you know you spend the money you don't have right you gotta pay it back so you're gonna have even less money which my was my mentality but then i started working at best buy um i started (laughs) working at best buy and you know they have the best buy credit card and they were always i worked in customer service slash checkout like when we needed it and they always pushed us to offer the credit card to somebody and i'm like first of all the best buy i worked at was in an affluent neighborhood so, nine times out of ten, if they were dropping a couple thousand dollars on something, they had that money to right. drop. Right. It was not like, you know, Best Buy and other areas where everybody got a credit card because they don't got the money right now. That was one issue. But then, two in my head, me and me and one of my coworkers used to talk, and they we were like, 
I think the reason why we don't do good at pushing these credit cards is because we think they're a stupid idea. Yeah. Like, if I don't believe you really need this credit card, why would I com- try to convince you to apply for it? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, my whole my whole mindset was just like, eh, credit cards are stupid. And then, like you said, I had car repair that needed to be done. And it was like, life or death. And plus, my dad was like, you need to get this done now. Like, right. don't wait, don't yeah. put it off. And I was like, yeah. well, fine. So, I got a credit card, and that's what I used it for. And ever since then... That same balance has still been on my credit card. Like, it's the only one I have. And I have not really gotten it down because even when I was at the point where I could pay the whole thing off, I just didn't want to, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, procrastination, being lazy. I just didn't want to. And so, I I really... (laughs) My credit score is not bad. but It's improving. Mm. But it's also not, like, where it could be. Yeah. Like... I could be doing better. And at this point, like, I'm at the point where I could just pay that whole thing off. Yeah. But I just don't. Like, yeah. I, I have the automatic payment set up, which is fine. And it's been helping my credit score. Like, that's just, that's what has gotten it up. Mm-hmm. But, and my credit score, like, got as low as, like, 400 something. Off one credit what? card. Yes. Christina. But it has jumped hundreds of points. I'm not going to tell you what it is now. Oh, my God. But it has jumped hundreds of points. And so, you know, I feel like if I just keep being responsible, saving my money, yeah. then I probably won't mind just go ahead and, like, paying it off at some point. I think the I think the thing that I'm going to teach my kids is tithing. Because there's oh, such for a... Oh, sure. there is for sure. For sure. Like, growing up, our dad, would, when he gave us allowance, our allowance Man. was always $10. He would say, put at least $1 in the thing because that's yeah. your tithe. And anything you want to put above that, that's your offering. And at first, we just did it because he told us to. Like, we really yeah. didn't understand. But there is such, like, a biblical promise attached Man. to your tithe. Like, he will open the windows of heaven. So, when Pour I teach, you out a blessing. Yes, a blessing. That you will not have room enough and to receive bro, it. Bro, like... And then, especially tithing in those times that you are broke. Man. Like, you know the story in the Bible of the girl who gave... Who she only had... Y'all, don't quote me on this. But she only <laughs> had like 10 cents and she gave all her 10 cents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, other, the rich people had a bunch of money and they yeah. only gave like a penny. Or no, Man. she only had a penny or a few yeah. pennies and she gave all her money. You know, yeah. she gave all her money and the rich people didn't give nothing. And he was like, she has given the best sacrifice mm-hmm. and her faith is stronger because she chose to give. And then he blessed her even more. But he was disappointed in the people who had a bunch and didn't give nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like tithing, even in those times where you broke. And so you important. Like, I only worked one shift this week. So important. But I still got to tithe off of this. You know, yeah. all this stuff. It's like, I feel like and, that's And what, remember, we were just talking about how we want to get to a point where we want to give like our whole check or whatever. As oh, yeah. We yeah. want to tie our whole check. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We want to tie our whole check. Yeah. yeah and not even have to worry about that. Yeah. That's definitely a goal of mine. Like, yeah, I for sure. And be like, I'm tithing and I'm going to give this whole this thing whole back thing. to God because he gave it to me first. Yeah. Yeah. So what that's are so your, important. What are going from that? What are your like financial goals for the future? Like um, give maybe like three Three to five years from now, and then maybe like when you're like super grown, have a family, all that stuff. Like, what do you want financially? Um, I mean, of course, I want uh, financial stability, like yeah. in all areas. Um, I mean, I definitely want to stop using a credit card, like we were talking about, completely. Mm-hmm. And these are what you said, three to five years. Yeah. Um, just be smart. Mm-hmm. 
about what I'm spending, what I'm saving, everything like that. Because, I mean... Yeah, budgeting is real. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Just just be just be smart. Um, and then, like, further than that, just be comfortable. Yeah. You know? That's mm-hmm. like... I just want to be comfortable. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to worry about... Like, I want to be, like... If I see a shirt that I want, like, I want to get it. Yeah. You know, like, even though, you know, I could do that now, and this, that's, you know, low-key what I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. right now, but, you know, like, years from now, I just want to be comfortable to where, like, okay, I want to treat myself to, you know, to a nice, newer car. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to treat myself to, you know, I don't know, an Apple, a, a Mac, a MacBook or something like that, you yeah. know? Like, and I want to treat myself to... require, like, a bunch of planning. Right, yeah. right. I just want to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, and hopefully, like, you know, my husband is at the same mindset, you know, and he's not just spending all money, spending money on everything, you know, but yeah. also be smart and being comfortable as well. Yeah. I think for me... Definitely three to five years, like pay off any debt I have. Like I do have some student loan debt, and then that oh, of yeah, course comes too. like if I yeah. decide to go to master school or get another degree or yeah whatever may come with that. But definitely pay off all in any debt, you know, as quickly as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but then too, yeah, like you said, being comfortable. I remember. Um, shout out to Gay Babe TV. I remember one time <laughs> they were talking about their finances, and they were like. Of course, we're not like out here balling, you yeah. know, millionaires and all this stuff. But they are like comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like they can do things for their kids. They can do things for themselves. They can mm-hmm. do things for their family, and it'd be okay. And I was like, that's what I want too. Like you can see, they got a nice house. They right. got nice cars. Their yeah. kids aren't worrying about where their next meal gonna come from. Yeah. And I think that's what I want too. And then I wanna be able like long term goals, I want to establish generational wealth. Like for sure. When I pass away, I want my kids yep. to have something that I left behind for yep. them that they can give to their kids. One hundred percent. Yeah, like you know, for many of us, our families don't have that. Yeah. And I feel like Something, you know, a lot of the times it is that intangible stuff that you pass on, but why not pass on something tangible? Like mm-hmm. something they can hold in their hand and be like, yo, at least not to say like, oh, that's the only good thing my mama left me. Right. But at least she gave me this, whether it's like an empire or a business, whether it's just money, whether it's like a a career, you know, just all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I think this was a great conversation. Yeah. And I think this is... Uh, this was a topic that needed to be talked about, especially from like us, since we are, you know, young adults, yeah. you know, helping other young yeah. adults or even, you know, people I who are older like, than us that will, you know, hopefully take something away from this that yeah. will, you know, okay, they'll apply it to their life and see a difference. Yeah. A lot of the money talks that I have heard come from people who have already, like you said, 40s, right. have already learned these lessons. And so they're just trying to tell like the next generation. Yeah. But I feel like hearing it from art, this yeah, generation right now, somebody who like, girl, I made the same mistake with my credit card, you know? Like, yeah. So you, so, you know, like you're not the only dumb one out here because I yeah. feel like when older people trying to tell you, sometimes it could be like, why did you do that? Or like, yeah. don't do something like that. But yeah. it's like, well, some of us got to make mistakes in order mm-hmm. to learn. Like I had to, mm-hmm. 
you know, I had to get in debt to learn how to be in debt. <laughs> and you know how they say it's better to stay out of debt than to get out of debt? Mm-hmm. Like, that's really my what my mindset was. And for so long, I lived by that. Like, it's better to never have debt than to get debt and try to get out of it. And for so long, I wanted that. But then it was just like, I didn't listen to myself. Yeah. And so now, here I am. Not in, like, tons of debt. I'm too young for that. Yeah. But, you know... Yeah. More dead than I wish I had right now. Yeah. So. For sure. But yeah, I think this was a great conversation. And I'm excited. I haven't talked about finances in this deep, like ever. Probably. Ever. I don't think someone I've ever else. I don't think I've ever talked about like I don't I don't think I've ever talked about <laughs> yeah, this topic. Yeah, I don't think I've ever all. talked about money with someone else. Yeah. To myself all the time. I'd be like, sis. Remember on um shout out to Yvonne Orgy. I'm giving all the shout outs. <laughs> remember on her special she was talking about when you broke and you gotta like huddle with yourself and be like, okay, you can go to Chipotle but right. don't get no call. Sis. Man. That, but those times right there really do humble you and make you be like, yeah. I have a goal to never be like this again. Right. And I feel like we, and then too, we're manifesting some things right now. Like even as a speaking them out loud yeah. like we'll see them come to pass and i think one of my like main mindsets when i do go out to eat or when i do um you know spend money on something i mean i just think of i don't know but i kind of sometimes think of like in the future mm-hmm. kind of like when i'm like saying i'm purchasing this shirt or i'm buying like this chick-fil-a right now that like all right i'm not even gonna look at my bank account right now i'm just gonna get it because i want it right now oh, you know yeah. so i kind of like think of think in the future of like okay th- this is where my mindset needs to be and so i kind yeah. of sometimes apply it but then kind of i kind of sometimes be like i mean i shouldn't really purchase this right now because i need that 30 dollars yeah. so <laughs> yeah yeah well, this concludes the very first episode of Love KB. I'm so excited for where this podcast is going to go. Yeah, and, I'm and, just, I, and like, yeah. I'm so excited on how this podcast, you know, will hopefully help other people. Yeah. I'm excited to connect with people who listen to it. Yeah. Connect with people. Be like, well, I wasn't even listening, but then my friend told me this. And then I saw <laughs> and I listened to that one. Like, I'm excited. And I think... Like I said in the trailer, we all have our different journey and experience. And we are all, you know, just trying to lend our voice to a world, especially as black women, that don't hear us. They don't hear us. And I'm so happy that more and more stories are being told and more and more experiences are being shared. And we just all just going to be a part of this big community of like lifting each other up. happy family. You know, exactly. That's what we need to be in the times like this. So... Follow us on Instagram, Love yes. KB Podcast. Rate the podcast if you like this episode. Subscribe to us so you can see when the next episode comes out. Yeah. Um, email us any topic ideas or mm-hmm. questions, concerns, comments mm-hmm. at lovekbpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can do that on Instagram. DM us. Yeah, you can DM us for sure. Like that. Yeah. Um, you can follow us individually. Both of our usernames are under the Love KB Podcast Instagram. So yep. if you want to follow us individually. And yeah, until next episode. This is all exciting. I know, until right? Until next episode. <laughs> bye, guys. We love you. Yes. Bye. Bye.